0: The Lammon Flag, BTCC podcast, powered by Cataclean.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Lammon Flag. We are open for business. This is David Addison. Matt James is at the bar. What are you drinking? Uh, I think I'll have a Jager Bomb, David. Uh, left for me while you're over there, please. And we look forward to a British touring car championship season, backed once again by Quick Fit. It is a season, map that got underway at Silverstone on Tuesday, March the 17th, with new cars, new sponsors, some new drivers, some returning faces, lots of excitement and enthusiasm, and yet a virus-shaped cloud hanging over us. It was a really weird day.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of suspended animation. Nobody really knows what the what the lay of the land is. It's actually great, you know, at Silverstone to see cars running on track. So we know something is, is going to happen mm. this year. Um, as you said, lots of great new liveries as well on the grid. It all looks a little bit different and Silverstone too, being a new track on the calendar. Something again a little bit different, but we just don't know what the shape of it's going to be. We don't know how many rounds it's going to run to, whether this is going to have an effect into the middle of the year. All unknown at this stage, so more time to spend in the pub really.
1: Well, there is that. Yes, notice my drink's not arrived yet, so d- must try harder. The entry list is a, a, a fascinating one. I mean, one of the things that stands out, and there are many, but Matt Jackson making a return. We'll come to that in a second. But also, you've got Rory Butcher going back to Motorbase, a team that he beat last year. I haven't got my head around yet. Why you would give up a seat in a independent championship winning team and go to a team that you trounced last year?
2: Oh, well, team boss, David Bartram, is clearly a very persuasive man, isn't he? And um, Motorbase have done a lot of work over the winter. They've got some of the new uh, Mark 4 shaped uh, focuses coming out, the fourth mm-hmm. generation cars, I should say. Um, and that that's obviously a, a very sort of important thing, because it's a you know, the focuses that Motorbase used were essentially sort of six, seven years old bits of kit, and they weren't the most modern cars. Now with this brand new machine, it's got new dynamics, new suspension dynamics, the way the car's built is better. Um, it's stronger, it's stiffer, it should have better aero. And obviously, David Bartram's given Rory the big sell at the end of last year, and, and it's worked.
1: Uh, that, that fascinates me as well, though, that a team would take on that project when hybrid isn't that far away, and there's going to be a lot of investment needed for that.
2: Of course, yeah, but the, the actual hybrid system is is basically, you can bolt it onto existing cars without too many mm. amendments. And, and I think any team that's building a new car now will obviously have, I mean, we've seen the Hyundai's that are on the grid with, um, you know, with, with, uh, with the new team, with Accelerate, they've built those th- knowing that hybrid's coming, and I'm sure Motorbase has done the same.
1: Matt Jackson, back in the championship. Um, it's exciting, it's gonna be fascinating. I mean, in all of this, it is dependent on how much of a season we get and where we go with it. That, I'm afraid, has to be a given throughout all the discussions we're gonna have over the next half an hour or so. But Matt coming back, you forget it's two years since we last had him on the grid
2: yeah and it was it was um, a very uh, ugly sort of disconnect from the championship wasn't it with you know him signing for Dynamics and then not signing for Dynamics
1: and what have you he's been very good at keeping his mouth shut I don't mean that rudely but he's not taken to social media I mean Matt isn't that kind of a guy anyway but he's not been out there moaning and griping and trying to if you like further his own cause in all of this he's kept his counsel got on with life I bumped into him at Goodwood a couple of years ago he came and did a support race commentary with me and you know he he wouldn't be drawn on the situation he Shrugged, accepted it was what it was and would like to be back in the championship. But he's been very quiet while he's been away.
2: And you always got to worry about Matt when he's quiet, haven't you? (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, he he has. He's kept his counsel extremely well, like you say. He's, He's dealt with it all in a professional manner. Um, but people forget how just how good Matt Jackson actually is as a racing driver. He's yeah. playing it's hard. He, sorry, he's a hard driver. Oh, he's he's very hard, but he's very very fast. I mean, he's playing down his own expectations of the year. He's like, oh, I'm rusty. I've got to blow away the cobwebs and what have you. But I, I think that's smoke and mirrors. I mean, the guy's mm. quick. I think he, he still is the guy that's won the most races in the BCC without actually winning the overall title. Mm. Um, you know, and he's been knocking on the door. Of that he's finished in the top three a couple of times. So. I think it's great having him back with Jason Plato and Max racing in the Vauxhall will be great, too. They did race together, of course, in RML and Chevrolets, and, and Matt was equal, as, if not as fast as Jason. So Jason was a winner in that car last year. So you've got to think with the developments they've done over the winter and Matt's ability, he will be a multiple race winner, I would think, in 2020.
1: But always, of course, you've got to think BMW because it's exactly the same as last year. Livery aside, same drivers, same car. It was strong last year. It's not going to get weaker over the winter. So are we standing here yet again, drinks on the bar, thinking Colin Turkington's going to keep number one on the door? Or is this Andrew Jordan's year? And can Tom Oliphant get his breakthrough win? More questions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you wonder how, how good the BMW actually was last year, Did it was brand new out of the box at the start of 2019 and it was a winner in his first race meeting with Andrew Jordan was the car as good as it's ever going to be as we saw it last year or, or is there room for development, of course they will have looked at it over the winter but if it was already performing at 99% it's not got much further to go whereas the other cars could catch up with it I don't know, West Surrey is a very clever team and they will have taken it apart and looked at all the different bits and worked out where they can improve but it's such a strong racing car, you have to wonder how much further improvement can come from it. I'm, I'm not sure there's a great deal which could see the grid close up.
1: What about the Mercedes duo now? Because we've got a, a different feel at Sicily Motorsport. New sponsors have, have come on board. It's now CarLube, Triple R, Racing, uh, Caterchillian and Mac Tools. You know, there's the, it, it's, it's two cars in the same colours. It gives them a big chance in the teams contest that they've never had with just a single car in the past. Adam Morgan we know can win races and Dan Rowbottom has a point to prove. I think he feels that he had a, a, a unsatisfactory season last year for myriad reasons. Um, he, he's, he's come back with a, a spring in his step looking for the season ahead. Dan's always got a spring in his
2: step, hasn't he? Sicily uh, is a very interesting uh, very interesting prospect. I mean, it's a team that really does need to make the step forward. So it's been knocking on the door of, of opening up some really big mm. results over the course of the last three or four years. What it needs is consistency and running uh, both cars under the same banner with, with Dan and Adam working closely together. That should give them a more stable platform to go forward. We've seen, we've seen the cars sort of ebb and flow across the course of the season. Some circuits, they're strong at like Thruxton. Others, they struggle a little bit. What they need to do is just kind of iron out the peaks and troughs and just make it a consistent year all the way through. And working together, they can both get some big results, I think.
1: What else on this grid need we to be looking for once the season kicks in, wherever, whenever that is going to be?
2: Well, there's the new Mark Blaniel Motorsport team to you look did. out for, which is, um, we were talking about Rory Butcher earlier on, and oh. the car that he drove last year. Uh, it's the old FK2 Honda Civics, but it's got Jake Hill in the car as well. And I think that's a really exciting, <coughs> exciting prospect. Mark Blundell drove alongside Jake as a teammate last year. They know each other very well, and Mark really does rate Jake's ability, having seen it firsthand. Um, and again, it's, it's much like Sicily, actually. Jake needs to add the consistency into his performances because sometimes he's been fabulous, other times he's been nowhere. And in a decent car, we know it's a race winning car. Rory won the independence in it last year. Jake really does need to push on this year and make it a, a big big season for him.
1: You, you had a lot of column inches last year on Mark Blundell. First of all, coming into the Championship, then analysing the season that he had, which didn't tick any of the boxes really that anybody wanted nor expected. I mean, Mark himself was, was disappointed by it. It wasn't what we knew he was capable of. Did you see this buying into a team story coming
2: I think w- we all thought there was more to it than just Mark deciding to do one season of British Touring Cars. Yeah, I think most We're,
1: people felt he was keeping the seat warm for one of his drivers for the future.
2: Yeah, he runs a management company. Yeah. He's got a whole host of young talent um, that's coming up through the ranks. But w- we all sort of, as much as it was brilliant to have Mark in the championships, a fantastic driver, Le Mans winner, Grand Prix podium finisher. We know he's got ability, but it just, it, it just was an odd clunky fit together when it all happened. And it got it, it proved across the course of the season it was it was too much for him to have bitten off. But now we're seeing what the end game was, it was for him to become more involved. He gone extremely well with Sean Hollandby last year, AMD mm-hmm. tuning was kind of overseeing the trade price cars team. And they forged an alliance and, and now Mark's Mark's here. And I think what's, what the evidence of this is just shows what a strong commercial platform the BTC is. Someone like Mark's come into it he hasn't performed as well as he'd like behind the wheel but he's seen the bolt-ons that come with it the fans the spectators the television audience the commercial partners and he said yeah I want a bit of that because he can see
1: that this championship works and I think that's to the credit of the b to be honest. Also new Hyundai onto the grid at XLR8 and it's another brand that we have on the grid that's going to be fascinating as well.
2: It's a big journey for any any team, isn't oh. it? Starting with, with a new car. We've seen it um, over the course of the last few seasons. And Accelerate, let's not forget, are a very new team to the grid as well. They're, they're not a BTCC stalwart. They came in with the MGs, which we know were sort of aging cars. and it was. It, they always said we were building towards something big. That Those first initial steps with the older car were just to learn the BTCC and how it works, and they've done that. And now they've got this brand new project. It's, it's huge. I mean, even teams like Speedworks, who are an established British touring car team, took them a good half a season to get on top of their Toyota, mm, mm. Um, and you know, and they are- uh,
1: They've got two cars though, haven't they? They've got double the data coming back, Correct. which was often a, a criticism levelled at Speedworks last year.
2: Correct, but they haven't had that many seasons in the championship, so there's still that amount of learning mm-hmm. to do as well. So okay. it's a very, very big ask, but brilliant to get um Hyundai
1: represented on the British touring car grid. Uh, my glass is empty. Go to the bar. Let's talk to Thanks. some guests. Okay.
0: The Lamb and Flag, BTCC Podcast, powered by Cataclean.
1: The Lamb and Flag, the BTCC Podcast, powered by Cataclean. So, who better to be next at the bar and order a drink through Matt James um, than Dan Robottom, who is part of the Take a Deep Breath Car Lube Triple R Racing? Cut to clean mat tools?
3: Yes. Have I missed a word out somewhere? No, no, you're fully in there. I'm not sure that's the right order, to be honest. I've still not quite <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> they're all in there, so that's what counts. What are you drinking? What would you like, mate? Uh, well, uh, probably a whiskey. Okay, no worries. I yeah, can is that out. right? Does yeah. that work? On right, ro- just neat. On the rocks? Proper man. man. Just neat. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. you know, real Second season in the B C C C Lessons learned um. from last year, so raring to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's been, uh, it, if yeah, the winter's been a long winter, if I'm honest. Um, I love everything about it. You two fine chaps are probably the best bit to be honest with you. So to get the opportunity to come and spend a bit more time with you is, is fantastic. Is that the only reason you do it? Dan? Yeah, well see, it is to be yeah. honest. Our it, little our little conventions are all sports show. It's good, man. If, if my That's little girl is. were
1: here she would shout and point now and go, sarcasm. Because <laughs> <'Cause> we're <laughs> teaching really, the sarcasm. Really, I think okay, that was a yeah. fine Amazing, example. Amazing, see? Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm useful. I'm useful. Uh, you say it's been a long winter. It's been a tough winter because you try to chop your thumb off or something rather well, special. I'm still
3: bandaged up, look. Yeah. So it's oh, only for sympathy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just a sympathy bandage. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, look how well you're doing with a broken finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> the norm, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to break it again. Uh, no, so uh, help there. Uh, w- we're undergoing some renovation work at our property, my wife and I, and I decided to take the roof off prior to Christmas, which is a stupid idea because we live on the top of a hill and it was a bit blistery and cold and wet. So. About mid, In fact, it was the week after Autosport, I was a little bit peeved off. We're not having a roof, so I thought, it can't be that hard. I'm going to do a bit of and felting. The end result was I chopped through two tendons in my uh, <laughs> left thumb. So it is a lot harder than it looks, to be honest. Don't try this at home. Don't try this yeah. at home. So, mm. uh, no, that lesson learned, it, it, it stung a bit, mm. if I'm honest. Um, but there are other positives
1: to take from the winter, because you've got yes. yourself a new job as a TV presenter, because you're going to be part of...
2: I understand. Uh, I'm not
3: sure we can talk about that yet. Can you not? I don't think so, no. Mm. Well, well let's not talk about it. Then. Yeah, well, we can edit we'll that, right? We'll get the engineer to sort <laughs> that bit out. I'm up. not sure we can say when, that yet. When, when can we? Uh, probably next month. Paperwork's being done now. Okay. OK. So. That's oh. a shame. I know it would have been great because then I'd have been like a minor TV celebrity instead of a shit British drink (laughs) car (laughs) driver. you can be both (laughs) what do you think (laughs) Alan I'll double your fee if you leave all this in I'll tell you Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right well that was all my questions so you can go now really Um, Mm. shall we try and recompose yes Yes. right so apart from chopping off your thumb um, uh, this is a hopefully when we get going a big season because you've got a whole different feel in the team really it's two identical cars it's not if you're like you and Adam you're very much one team
3: no I think you know I think it's something that Sicily have strived for since they came into the championship to be honest um, and although last year the results didn't show we actually had quite a good year you know it was my rookie year the commercials proved to work you know because I've been flogging this horse for years now to, to, to the sponsors and I've had to you know we had to come in and and, and viably show them that mm. spending all this money gives a return so in terms of the commercial aspect it worked very well what is Cataclean? It's a fuel system cleaner for your vehicle. Perfect, you see? Yes. Didn't pause. Fuel's no hesitation. That's, that is good. He's read the script. And in fact, it's a complete fuel system cleaner. If you want to go a bit more technical, you know, it's the best one on the market. In fact, some say others are available, but <laughs> well, by Cataclean, on clearly. Market, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So it keeps me on the grid. So just keep. So on as, it, well, as
2: well as learning to pronounce your new team name over the winter. Yes well what's the plan of action do you sort of review all the races that you did in 2019 look at onboards and try and sort of learn things from that or do you just step away from it completely watch all the best
1: bits in 20 seconds
3: yeah Yeah. At season (laughs) review I was like there's me (laughs) there's me (laughs) now I'm at the back Uh, no I think uh, yeah I think I like to have a bit of a break so from probably maybe the week after Brands you know we're, we're doing the commercials anyway so we didn't really get the deal done you know, it's pretty much a giving of brands, we were going to come back we were going to do it again, um, I think the deal was probably done by the end of November and then probably for that December period I just try and just you know, leave chill out a bit, leave, <laughs> let it leave my mind because it was a tough year and you know what it's like, everyone goes oh yeah it's the hardest challenge. we're not bothered you still want to win don't you, you still want to be at the front you still want to be put in the car where you feel you can um, so yeah really I think it's just been a case of trying to keep the weight off which has been a success. Not well lost done. much, well done. but I have kept the weight off, so that's an incredible, now we've got Dropping a bit more Chopping your thumb time. off is a bit extreme. To lose a couple of pounds, The grammage it saved was not, not yeah. probably worth the effort, but uh, no, it, it just, f- and then really from, I guess, from autosport, from my thumb accident, it's been very, very heavily commercial focused. So it's been business, 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 business. And then we sat in the car at Pembroke two or three weeks ago. We've done a bit of sim time. work as well, haven't you? We've done a lot of sim work actually mm. at iZone at Silverstone. Both Adam and myself has been a joined up program. So, you know, in terms of, how can I say, the problem with touring cars, you're limited time on relative on track. So you need to hit the session with a clear plan and just drive the same. So my biggest problem, I guess, or my Achilles heel as a driver is I've always got this tendency to overdrive a car just try a little bit too hard so really for me the sims helped in trying to rein myself in and do the same every lap mm-hmm. every lap every lap and i think for adam probably he's not really done any sim work until i mean i've used the sim for years because when i wasn't racing i had nothing else to do but yeah race online really mm-hmm. so um i'm fairly used to the the system but adam sort of got into it and you know, i think there should be some improvements. <laughs> lethargically look how, f- how focused is Adam at the moment? He's, he's well, obviously a with little Freddie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a bit traumatic last week. It was a, you know, it was a probably not the easiest experience. I mean, I've I've heard women say it hurts, but i probably you now listening to Adam. It probably is a little <laughs> sore. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, I think uh, he didn't attend the brands test that we had because mm. uh, I think Caroline was in labour at the time. Uh, but yeah, no, he seemed. I mean, Adam's up for it. You know, he's always fired up to be fair, and I think Adam's got a good. I'm gonna say work life balance, but he doesn't really work, does he? Let's be honest. He's yeah. he's you know He's got a good balance of he's something. He's just got a good balance, yeah. So a <laughs> so, good yeah. bank balance. Anyway, um, <laughs> A life bank balance. Yeah, it's life, yeah. No, so Adam's always very focused and, and actually sometimes I think you know, I learn I look at Adam and I think, Well hang on a minute, I need to be a little bit more he's quite firm in the sense of right, I'm racing now. Mm. Everyone just leave me alone and, and, and I need to probably come up to that level a bit more. Um it's hard when you've but got a day job as well, though, isn't it? It's difficult. And I think, you know, the other thing is, is realistically, is uh, for me, yeah, I'm not a business person. I'm not a businessman. You know, me, me and my dad, we bolt wheels on cars I'm off in a garage. So I've kind of had to learn a whole commercial piece. And, of course, as you know, that things go wrong. And then it's learning to deal with those things in a professional way and, and managing to stay in control of a situation. Because, you know, th- there are no two ways about it without other people's money I'm not on the grid and when you're then balancing three or four people's money they've all got the same expectation they stomp- they all want to be top dog and realistically you know that. <laughs> and it sounds awful the pecking order is money but when you look at the numbers involved everyone's spending about the same so how mm. do you distinguish yeah, really. so you know it's very very difficult but you know I'm just fortunate that Catercleaner f- you know they are an incredible company you know they're, they're Properly behind me, so. And you've been in and out
1: of racing as the budget's been there and, and yeah, not. I it, mean, it, it yeah, I mean, People are watching the BTCC, thinking, "Oh, you know, Dan Robottom, he he's a rookie." Well, you're not because you were karting. No, when no, you no, were no. I mean,
3: Christ, eight? you know, I look, you know, yeah, I started karting in 1997, so, you know, I've got, I've had a, I'm in my like my 24th year of mm. motor racing career, and some of these guys on the grid, this is their third year of motor racing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you go, hang on a minute, this is, you know, I'm quite an old hat here.
1: Take me back to 1997 and the karting grid. Yes. Who were you up against that have so, gone yeah. on to? I mean, you might be all, rating all against all the for Rister, now. Uh, right. Uh,
3: James Collado, Adam Cristadulu, You know, all these guys were. Mm. Yeah, we had we had you know we had a really good and then probably Ollie Jarvis, mm-hmm. with maybe Jamie Green, Gary Puffett was a couple of years above. You know, so when you look at it and Hamilton, obviously, you know, as as I was into cadets, he just moved into juniors. So it was that era that was mid to late 90s karting. When I look back, I've got really fond memories because it was amazing you know, it was amazing you know and when I look back it's actually my f- you know I think when you're in a go kart, all you want to do is go-car racing mm. and I look back at it now and I was speaking to someone earlier actually my final year of karts was my, I only did one senior year which was 2005 and it was the best motor racing I've ever done and I will ever do really? it was just it yeah. was you know you'd go to you go to Salbury in France for European qualifier and there was like two tenths between 35 go- <laughs> you know kids and it's just ridiculous it's almost like a BCC grid almost as good <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost as yeah. good but it, you know it was I think it was different because I managed to, s- I managed to do, do my sort of period without the really excessive money, you know, so without mm. engines changing hands for 10 grand the Friday night before a, a go-kart race, which wow. is obviously, it prices people out the market now, um, and it was just fun, you know, I remember we used to run engines in on rolling up laps, you know, you get some crazy French engine builder come in and stick a piston in and go, oh, run it in <laughs> when rolling no. up lap. And that would be it, you'd go straight out, bang, seize. You know, but English is Wales. Yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, was Welsh, French, same difference. Foreign, they foreign. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Foreigners. Oh, no, no. <laughs> can, can I bring this back to BTC for a Sorry. Moment? Do you mind, David? Yeah. Does that matter? Well, <laughs> not really. No, no I should right, do it anyway. Yeah. Crack yeah. on. Um, obviously, you, you're saying that uh, last year, your first year of rookie season, it, that the yes. commercials really worked around the program that you were doing. Yeah. From your point of view as a driver, Everyone says, oh, the, the attention you get as a touring car driver is massive. Well, yes. I mean, was it something that you were blown away by, or you kind
3: of <laughs> yeah. took it in your stride? Well, I think, you know, I expected it, you know, because, I mean, I've been looking at this championship since I was 15 years old, so you kind of look at it and you understand that, that... I don't think anyone can prepare you for it, because the, the, uh, the people that follow Touring Car are deeply passionate about Touring Car. You know, yeah. there's no two ways about it. They know everything. You know, people were telling me stuff yeah. about races I'd forgotten about when I was, like, 14, 15 years old, and well, I don't know where you found yeah. that information but you know th- th- these. P- but there they're, they're are really uh, going back to your same on the commercials the demographic for Cataclean as a brand is perfect because all these people are into their cars they're automotive petrol head based yeah. so our actual demographic this is it you know our 40,000 people through the gate are all a potential customer that's the point so it really works well for me and for the people I've brought to the table you know I'm sure now Carlew will see the same you know it's exactly the same type of business you've got automotive oil products etc so I think it's a it's a really good platform but for us it it, yeah it's very difficult to explain you know I think you forget how big BTCC is yeah and then you get in it and then you just become used to it yeah but you know you kind of probably that's that's something I missed over the winter is probably I didn't pay enough attention back to the people that gave it to me but the social media channels yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's it's part of the job now isn't it it, really but I grew up without it well, so get so on with it, Dan. Yeah, oh no, oh no, oh no. Cool cool. I know, I know. Come on, calm it, calm That's the wrong word. But I don't like sitting there yeah. talking to the camera when I'm eating a plate of pasta. Yeah, fair you enough. Know, fair it's enough. just not me. really. some, some, some you could people eat do other than pasta, though. Sure. Could do. I'm yes. a vegetarian. Remember? Are you? No. <laughs> I tried it. I tried it last year. It's not for me, no, really. No, it's not well, when I'm
2: there's sausage not sure if there's rolls. A not man. when no. there's sausage rolls in the world. You can't be a vegetarian. Sausage
3: is definitely better than no sausage. That's a fact i've heard the, that the meat the yeah i've heard that well i'm just getting further into this hole <laughs> toad in the hole yeah fantastic <laughs> it's a fabulous dish which i miss very much back to the plot <laughs> yeah
1: um what there is of it this is it yeah. coming up now
3: <laughs> see if you can spot it oh.
1: Oh. Oh, what are the expectations for yeah. this year you, you i know you obviously want to be scoring points on a regular
3: basis because yeah. you wanted to do that yeah. last yeah, year, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, want yeah. sausage rolls clearly definitely sausage. <laughs> top tens Hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, we've got to, you know, we've got to do that. Jack Sears this year. I mean, you know, I don't. People say, "Oh, you're going to win Jack Sears." I mean, for me, that's it's not an aim, but it's to me that's a given. You know, we need to we need to clear that up. We've got to do that. Regular top tens, and and when the wind's blowing the right way, and if we get the right reverse grid, you know, whatever can happen can happen. But for sure, we need to we need to nick a few podiums this year. That's that's a that is an immediate target. Done, Robottom. Good luck. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dan.
0: The Lamb and Flag BTCC Podcast Powered by Cataclean
1: Rory Butcher joins us at the bar Independence Champion And looking forward to a brand new season Help me out Because I'm absolutely stumped Why have you made the call To defect from AMD With whom you had great success To go to a team that you roundly beat Last year
4: So Well there's a number of factors Um you know, David called me and and asked me to come down and meet him and Ollie. We had some some dinner in a pub. And oh yeah, uh, job done then. Sold. He, he yeah, bought me yeah. a, he bought me some scampion chips, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I was sold. So, <laughs> now you know what? It was um, you're you're absolutely right. Last year and the last couple of years, I've had a great relationship with AMD tuning. Um, you know, I'm leaving a car that has had huge success, and and I had a lot of success in it as well. But what really excited about me about this project was the fact that, you know. The NGTC regulations, the the teams around us are pushing the boundaries of that all the time. You see BMW, Honda, Toyota, even you know Vauxhall, and I felt like at some point in the next couple of years I was going to have to make the jump into something like a new um, new chapter, and the Ford Focus ST really excited me and. You've got to remember, Motorbase gave me my first opportunity. It's true. Mm. In the series, we have a great relationship, and uh, yeah, I wanted to to make that jump with them.
2: It, I was going to say that the, the car is a brand new car for this year, the fourth generation um, Focus. How much input were you able to have in, t- in terms of its development and getting it onto the track? Were you able? Were you there from the, the ground up, basically?
4: Yeah, I, I was there from you know about a week after the the first chassis arrived from Germany. So. I was. I made three or four trips and down uh, to Custom Cages, which is near Lincoln, near Birmingham. Um, and it was, you know, I wouldn't say I had huge amounts of input, but one of the things that I did have a big bit of input on was where the seat should be positioned and also the angle. Um, facing, kind of forwards, facing forwards, right? Facing forwards, seat belts over the shoulders. But no, we, we are sitting a little bit further back than what you would normally see in a touring car. Um, the angle, we almost look like, a, like we're in a DTM car. So. Um, it goes back to my, my single seater days, and I was really—I've always seeked to have a seat position like that. And uh, yeah, from the point I left the pit lane, um, I knew it was—it was correct. But see, just being part of the process and seeing the car go from a bare chassis, bare shell, and then every week I would fly down and see the team, see the progress, and and also just hear the—you uh, know—what detail, what lengths they were going to to try and find performance from from aero to you know weight distribution to C.O.G. And uh, yeah, I, I believe on paper this car has got a bright future. The challenge I like, get, oh, we haven't got you a drink yet, Matt? No, so man, what, man. What,
2: what do you want to drink?
1: You got any Bellhaven best?
2: I'll, I'll see what I can rustle
1: up. We'll, we'll be on that in a moment. Um, there's a the challenge for the driver because this is a brand new project. Yes, it looks like a Ford Focus. Whereas the Hondas, they were like USB sticks really, plug and play. I mean, <laughs> they've been around the circuits that often. You knew exactly, or, you know, the data sheets knew exactly what to, to deliver for those cars, so therefore what are the expectations with, with a brand new project?
4: Yeah, it's completely different, You know, I came out with the MG which was probably at the end of its life cycle um, and I was go- went into the Honda and I knew, like you say, that I was going to be a plug and play car and I believed that I could go out and, and win races and, and fight for, for championships. This is different. We are definitely going to have to, you know, learn our way around this car, um, experiment and, and yeah, the development process is going to, who knows how long it's going to take. We might be the end of this year, it might be the start of next season that we hit, actually hit the sweet spot. But, um, you know, what's positive is in the last couple of test days that we've actually made some changes that have crucially just found us lap time instantaneously. And we're starting to already understand what what the car likes
2: it must be quite hard in the BTCC as well because there's very stringent testing regulations it's not like you can go out every day pounding around snett until you get it right you've really got to maximize the, the track time that you are able to have before the season
4: yeah exactly exactly so uh no you've got to kind of once you get to round one you've kind of got what you've got and um and even after the the test in July. It's uh, yeah. You really need you need time, and I think you're doing your testing at the race tracks and the races.
1: But because you drove the old one, can you make a direct comparison with? You know, are they similar? Are they poles apart? Are you taking what you had on the focus that you first drove in the championship and building it in, bu- building it into this, or are you starting from zero?
4: Yeah, I think the guys are have t- aimed to try and kind of smooth over the, the areas that were weak in the old car and. What was interesting is the first test I did in the new car, just before it, I actually drove the old car again. So it it really, really are like like very far away from each other. And, um, you know, the center of gravity is a lot lower. Um, the the weight di- distribution is slightly different as well. Um, the new car is just a slightly more um, drivable machine. The other car had a window. Once you got it in, it was bloody quick, but it was harder to drive. Um, so we just need to try and... Yeah, the windows wider, but we need to make sure that our window is also faster.
2: So where do you think you're going to finish in the championship this year? Million dollar question.
4: Well, you know what? I don't know where I'm going to finish. I I, I would like to challenge for 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 a ti- for the title. Um a lot of that is going to come down to whether we can get the car up to speed quick enough. How about I say that I'm going to ch- I going to be in a position to fight for the championship into that final round. I think I'd, I'd like to put a bet on that.
1: What about the relationship, though, now with Sean Hollenbeck? You know, you're in the same pit lane still. Does he greet you warmly, kiss you on all four cheeks and wish you well for a weekend? Or is is that a little bit of a tricky relationship now?
4: No, it's... uh Sean and I, we actually, after the deal was done and I'd signed for Motorbase, me and Sean went to the Motorsport UK Awards together, had one Mm. last little fling uh, (laughs) over a glass of red wine. And uh, you know what, Sean's a great, great guy, Mm. um, genuine person, and he just wants the best for his drivers. And Mm. he could understand why I made the move at the the time. And and to be honest, Sean wasn't actually in the position that he could, you know, re-sign my deal anyway. So there was a few things up in there. And so there's times where... Uh, yeah, you, you have to make a move and Sean's the type of person that understands that, so we're still mates.
1: Rory Butcher, racing driver, kicks his heels, we now learn, for a little while, while the season sorts itself out, while COVID-19, we hope, disappears from, from the headlines. With your Knock Hill connection, thoughts on what this is doing to the motorsport industry?
4: Um, it's going to hurt it, definitely. Um, from the point of view of yeah, first and foremost, the circuits. Uh, you know, it, this is their this is when they make their their income. Right. So they're going to have to pay wages, but not going to have any income coming in. Um, from the mechanics and the teams, these got a lot of these guys are freelance. They need to get paid on a daily rate. And uh, again, between now and say June, they're going to be normally super busy and obviously from sponsors point of view and teams point of view where is the funding going to come from after we start up again you know are we gonna this is bigger picture but our sponsors going to be in a position to help us out Mm. uh, are the teams still going to be here you just don't know what's going to be left um but at the end of the day some things are bigger than motorsport right so um yeah we just have to ride this out and hope that we have a thriving motorsport in the UK again. From, from Knock Hill's point of view, as an
1: example, does that mean you have to close down completely or would you still be able to do, for example, test days where you're not gonna have huge numbers of people or a track day, for example, your, your business can stay open to a degree if people have the inclination to do it and if they're yeah. not earning the yeah. expenditure to do it, I guess.
4: Yeah, you know what? i don't under i don't quite know at this stage what's going what that what it means for NotKill and other circuits and um, whether they can run say experience days or mm. track days because at the end of the day you do have general public mixing with our st- with the NotKill staff members and so there there is always a risk there and yeah, as things ramp up with this virus and the government put more stringent uh, measures in place then yeah i don't think it looks good to be honest.
1: It is, and we don't know where it's going to end, and it's changing so fast, which is the other problem everybody's got, drivers, circuits, you name it, yeah.
4: Yeah, that's it, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's out of our hands, isn't it, so.
1: So, when the season gets going, which we look forward to hugely, based on, on the run you've had thus far, you're going to be elbows out, pitching up the front.
4: Yeah, definitely, like, you know, in the morning there, we're, uh, we're already verging on being in the top ten, um, brand new car, and... We've definitely got a way to go. This, this has got so much potential, this new Ford Focus ST. And um, yeah, I think I'm confident we will be fighting for podiums not too in the distant future.
1: Rory, thank you very much. Thanks,
4: Rory.
0: The Laman Flag, BTCC podcast, powered by Cataclean.
1: One of the other strange factors of the season launch day is that although there are drivers and engineers and team personnel at Silverstone, sadly, within, what, 24 hours of the day getting underway, it became apparent that no spectators were going to be admitted. And that's a great disappointment, not only to them, but to us, because it always used to help the atmosphere at the season launch. And it's also rather affected the mood in the pit lane, as well, with fewer people around. It's made Alan Hyde's life rather difficult, because normally... First day of big school, you go up and down the pit lane, Alan, and you meet some new friends and see some old friends and talk to everybody, but you've not been able to do that.
5: No, and I'm a very touchy person. And counting down to, to, um, to the first meeting, and I, I call the media day test uh, a, a meeting because it's hmm. the fir- first time I've been back in a pit lane for uh, five and a half months or so. Um, I look forward to hugging people. This is the thing that is completely alien to me. Matt James, I, I always get a nice big bear hug from from he does. Matt James and yeah. and we um we had to elbow this morning. It It's all very it, it
1: peculiar. Th- th- I'm thinking of faxing people instead. The, of the, <laughs> people.
5: <laughs> the, the one thing I really did like was, um, uh, just on a, on a brief walk that I had um, down the pit lane this morning when uh, it was about 10 minutes before cars were, were due to go out, um, there was a nice camaraderie amongst all the teams that were getting the cars prepared mm. To, mm. To, to, to go out, that we're, we're in this together, not, not just um, in the BTCC, throughout motorsport in the country, mm throughout the country in all lines of work um but but this is happening this is this is our work and and it is i mean it it provides a huge amount of employment for so so many people just to be to to be part of the btcc um and uh, although we have as you say a a weird atmosphere where we haven't got the public here um and i haven't got a job um Mm. um uh, it's it's um it's nice to see that it's business as usual from the business point of view.
1: Because all of these teams running cars at the test day, Matt, they're businesses. They're not just teams. And the drivers, in a sense, are a business because they brought sponsors in as well. So if there's any way of running, if there's any way of keeping business open, we've got to take it.
2: And absolutely. And because the landscape is so fluid at the moment, we don't actually know what's going to happen if they turned around and say, well, there's a meeting next week. Mm. They've got to have been prepared for it. They can't just turn up cold. So days like this are absolutely Mm. crucial for when things do get going.
5: It it is very much business as usual. That's the the feel down there. There's important work going on this morning and this afternoon. I mean, effectively, on a media day until last year, the test was only the afternoon, wasn't it? Mm. So it was all a little bit more, it was a bit more frantic. It was, what, four hours in the afternoon, one o'clock until... and, yeah, until five yeah. o'clock, allowing for red flags. So yeah, so, yeah, and and the and the one that really does stick in my mind um, was was the um, was the, the the coming of Ash Sutton the
4: yeah. first
5: time he was in, in a in a touring car and he really shone and showed showed his intent in the championship yeah. really from day one at that that test. I don't think he ended up on top of the times in the MG, did he? But no, um, no he but he, he was only pipped at the last minute by Matt Neal.
2: Do you think everybody shows their hand on a day like this, Al?
5: Um, can you ask me that question at the end of the first round?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is
1: that possible? I wonder. I wonder because some.
5: No, you know, I don't. I, no, I don't think they do.
2: No. No, I, you think some people deliberately sort of hide their light under a mic bushel.
5: Um, oh, <laughs> I, 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 th- I think.
1: I think I, it was worth the wait, really, for that, wasn't it?
5: I think sometimes the last half an hour is quite interesting but on a number of these test days we've had rain affected play at the end of the afternoon so we haven't mm. actually been uh, able to get that last sort of half an hour of maybe a little bit more card showing.
1: It, it might, he might still in hospital or is he back home now? I think he's at home now because yeah. well, right, he might need that bad uh,
5: somebody too. Uh, yeah. uh, no, he, he He's back home and, and, and properly getting him getting himself fit and, yeah. and, and ready for when he can get in the car. Uh,
1: just on the subject of medical things, because Mike was hospitalised with his heart-related dramas again over the winter, um, Federico Torata, who is the, the data engineer, chief engineer for the Laser Tools racing team, as you would have gathered from his name, is a good Italian. Yeah. And I found him, I can't say bumped into because you damned, um, but I found him in the pit lane just before the cars did the tracking shot at the start of the, the, the test day. And he's got his rubber gloves on, and he's got his face mask, and it's not one of these little pointless ones. It is, it is um, five euros, and it's what the surgeons in hospital use. That it goes under the chin; it's virtually all encasing. Yeah, yeah, the
5: yeah, the, the, uh, the one that grips to the face. Absolutely. I was hearing about uh, this absolutely. on the radio. Yeah. I,
1: I'm delighted to see you. I'm surprised. How have you got here? And the conversation then began about multiple tests he had to have in Italy to make sure he was okay. Yeah, wow. Lots of bureaucracy to get out of the country. He had, I think, to go from. Italy to Germany, then to Monaco, and then fly to Birmingham. He's got to go through a whole rigmarole when he gets back. And we then got talking about what life has been like in Italy. He has been on his own, with only his telephone for company for eighteen days. It's Much like Al's, right? Uh, well, and, and the more I we dream spoke of about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's your idea of a holiday. <laughs> it is. Um, the more we spoke about this, the more emotionally he got. Yeah, well, and you I suddenly realise it. that, although there are some people in the paddock at Silverstone that were saying. What are we doing here, because, you know, the season's not going to start in a couple of weeks. What are we doing here, this guy is having an amazing day because he's with people.
5: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: And, and, and to him, to actually see people, talk to people, have some cars going around a circuit was a massive thing, which also therefore takes us back to the whole mental health issue that the government is having to address in the UK at the moment. As well. And
5: it's his job. Exactly. He's yeah. going to work. He, like everybody
1: else, needs to work. He has yeah. to go to work so we look forward to the start of the season you look forward to being back in your pit lane well i do
5: and able to hug people but um you know you know we, we, we <laughs> i don't want that to become my epitaph <laughs> but, um, but it's an important part of it it is a, a hugely social event and it, it effectively my 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 job in a way is to convey that social event to to the public that are at, at the at the race meeting so um so it is peculiar to be antisocial. Essentially, at a race meeting it is is alien to me. I don't, I don't like it. I'm grateful that uh, that I've got something to do. We're 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 up here and re- recording mm. the podcast, which is um, I think one of the vital things that we need to do while we've got this period of uncertainty. Um, I, I really do think this is going to be a, a, a vital lifeline for people
1: because it's not just lamb and flag the new podcast but our is it sister program our cousin at tin top <laughs> tuesday he's going to be back for another season as well
5: yeah yeah we abso- absolutely are and, um, and and it's fantastic that we are able to do it um and, and and likewise i think i like the idea of being a sister i i i get so you're my big brother i i, I think you <laughs> probably are
2: um i'm not taking responsibility uh, for you it's a
5: very good point well made um i I, I, I just think that at the moment during this period, then, then the, the kind of job that, that, y- that you're doing on the podcast and that, that I'm doing with the, with the live broadcast, the, the, the radio show, um, is, is going to be just a, a semblance of normality for people that are so passionate about the, the British Touring Car Championship and everything around it as well. It's going to be just something that, that, that keeps normality ticking over because I think that's what we mm. need to do.
1: Uh, You made the point earlier about being sociable. Um, I'm glad you said that because it's your turn at the bar. (laughs) The
0: Laman Flag, BTCC podcast, powered by Cataclean.
1: The team principal of Toyota Gazoo Racing UK with Ginsters, Christian Dick, joins us at the bar. Uh, What are you drinking, sir?
6: Uh, unfortunately, and I know that you'll read me, but it's just going to be a Foster's or a Carling.
2: Foster's. Uh, he's my, my sort of man. I should get him one of those straight away. Well, this, th-
1: th- this is slightly heartening news, because there was a period last year where you didn't drink at all. Well, uh, I'm considering going back to it. It was very good for my health.
2: Was it? Mm. As, as they say yeah. in well-known soap operas,
1: get out my pub. <laughs> 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 we have, of course, in the last few days, had the tragic news that your season is upside down because the Manchester marathon has been called off.
6: Yeah, yeah, heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. All that training Absolutely. and now now we can't go racing. Tell go back to drinking though. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, every cloud. Yeah, yeah that's
1: true. true. Um, the fitness regime has, has been extraordinary. I mean you you had the big accident at Zanvoort however many years ago it was and until you'd recovered you couldn't really do very much in the way of training. But the the running bug has bitten hard, hasn't it? yeah it certainly has it's
6: it's one of those things that uh i know that you and i have had this conversation before when we, we, I, i've run in the past and enjoyed right. it so it, it's uh, uh obviously gets you fitter keeps mm-hmm. the weight off but i find it a nice little bit of a, uh, a release i can be on my mm-hmm. own for a little bit. Uh, and then after the accident it was a, a, a good while before I could get back to doing any kind of, uh, of, of fitness, so once I, I
2: got back into it, like you say, I got, got the bug. Didn't we once uh, overtake you as you were running to Alton Park on the way into the circuit? Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. You,
6: were, you were in a car, you didn't, yeah, I didn't wasn't just running. run past me. <laughs> I wasn't running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that was last year, yeah, yeah. 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 13 and a half miles to, to Alton Park from my house, so yeah. Because at that in. point that
1: was training for New York? It was, yeah. Mm. Which went...
6: No, not great. No. Not great. I didn't have a great time. That was my first attempt at a marathon. And my second attempt... What time did saying, you do, Chris? Oh, four hours plus. I, didn't, didn't com- mm. I did complete it, but I did a lot of walking in the end. Okay, um, fair enough. was well, still yeah. impressive. No, no, no. No anywhere it should be.
2: What are you aiming for, then? What time do you three think Three and a half do? hours is what I want to know. That's almost elite level. Uh, no, it's not. What's elite? 310? No. So, uh, sub three would be would be very, 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 very good. See, I sound like I know what I'm talking you about. You do, not yeah. I mean? But he is quick. Yeah, he is quick, you watch him go, yeah. he's quick.
1: For an old boy. Yeah, you said it. Can we talk about the BCC? We can, because you've got a new, yet another new team name. We have, yep. Gazoo, explain. So, uh, year one with
6: manufacturer backing, um, obviously it was how we facilitated that, we being Toyota and ourselves facilitated, facilitated that, and make it happen, um, and I think, uh, you know, we needed to make sure that uh, whilst Toyota were putting an arm around us and, and bringing us in-house, they wanted to make sure that things went well and they needed to have an out, really. They needed to make sure that, that we did a good job and, and everything went, went well and ran smoothly. Great way for them to, to promote the new Corolla. But of course, moving that forwards, how do they continue to get value for money out of, uh, out of this programme? Corolla obviously isn't a new car anymore; still relatively new, but not a new car. So um, it, it's, it's how do they tie it in with their, their global motorsport activities and the, the GR branded road car products that are coming online uh, o- over the coming years? And, and this was the, the, the obvious step, although not an easy step to make mm. because obviously that's that it, it's a much more uh, a much more intense and a closer closer working relationship with with Toyota throughout it. Um, but a lot of work over the winter and the the last half of last year, really, to, to, to pull it off.
1: What difference does it make? To the team. I mean, okay, the team name changes, but I'm assuming there's more to it than that.
6: Of course, yes. Yeah. So obviously, there's that that link to that relationship with uh, with Gazoo Racing. That, that, as I said before, that global mm. racing entity that that's um, that's going to be really useful. But of course, it also pulls us tighter to the manufacturer, and uh, the the plan is to evolve that relationship and make sure that we um, we're. we're helping them to promote the GR brands and and sell sell road cars for them. So we're we're trying to embed ourselves further and further into the manufacturing.
2: The first year with the crawl it was a brand new car, and for Speedworks, it was a a big step to, to build a new car, design a new car from the ground up. Four wins at the end of the season and, and, you know, really competitive towards the latter part of the year. You've got to be delighted with the way it went, really.
6: I think so. You know, one thing that I love about this job is that you never stop learning. I think at the the stage that we either think that we've stopped learning or that that we know it all, one, we'd we'd be bored or or two, we clearly don't. And it's time to to pack up if we've got that that attitude to it. But even if we look back at last year, there was times when we clearly didn't have the the pace on, on some race weekends. And we chose on a couple of instances to to treat it a little bit more like a test so as we could improve in the in the, the coming races and in hindsight if we hadn't under, banked some more points we may have been a little bit closer again ultimately go you know the, the race day on the on finals day didn't go our way and we ended up finishing sixth we could have very easily been third very 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 long shot a, a, a you know outside chance of, of winning it well it all tightened if, up at the end didn't it it, it did very much so <laughs> you, and you, you, you again you look back and look at the points and i'm sure that everybody does this i know everybody does this you sit and look back at the points that we lost not necessarily through not knowing the product but by kind of taking that okay well, let's let's use the rest of the day the sunday to, to do some testing and through some things at the car sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't and you of course you choose to focus on those ones that didn't and kind of kick yourself a little bit and think okay we could have we could have done a little bit better but Overall, like you say, absolutely delighted that we, we came away with four wins, a very competitive package and only a very f- very few areas that we knew that we'd got to focus on over the winter to improve the car for this year to put a, a real strong campaign together.
2: So has that been the, the sort of the focus of the test campaign, looking at those areas where you were we can just, just you, you know, know, sticking to the ones you're already strong on but just eliminating the ones where you were slightly weaker?
6: Absolutely, yeah, that's the that's the philosophy. So we sit down at the end of the year and we go through every race, every test, every free practice session, qualifying session and work out, obviously, where we were strong and where we need, you know, it, can that be improved or is that okay left alone? Do we do exactly the same again in those areas? Or, more importantly, is, is look at the, the lows, the, the the weakest spots that we've got with the car and the team and personnel and where we can tighten all of that up and do our job better and then try and improve all those areas before the start of the season. But you've
2: still, well you still got Tom Ingram, though, haven't you? Driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: unfortunately. Oh, don't think,
6: can no, 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 he's a good boy.
1: But he's all distracted now that he's a, a dog owner, isn't he? So apparently Laura's had some dumb animal begging for food all winter, and they've got a dog. <laughs> yeah, <harsh> but fair. <laughs> yes, yet yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a wonderful addition.
2: Uh, Tom's actually, the way he's developed as a driver, it, it's kind of been in synergy with the team, hasn't it? It's been a journey that you've both gone on together and probably unique in this paddock, I would think. I, I
6: think so. You know, the formula, if you, if you could repeat the formula, it, it's obviously worked really, really well. We've, um, we've developed... The car tom's developed as a driver everything's moved forwards at a very similar rate to a point where we we, you know as i said we keep sitting down every winter and kind of going yeah okay to be disappointed is the wrong word but to, to to have frustrations that we could have done better last year is a mark of where where we're at as a team you know the standards are much higher than they ever were uh the expectation from ourselves is much higher than it ever than it ever was so yeah, it, 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 in some respects, a little bit of a fairy tale, isn't it? You know, we kind of come from a, 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 a tail end charlie team to, to moving it towards the front, nearly pulling a championship win off, two independence titles for driver and team to manufacturer backing uh, and that relationship growing stronger and stronger year on year. So it, 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 it's a real positive story.
1: And the way that the relationship with Toyota has grown, you've, you've touched on. But as you say, from a tail end charlie team, when you first came into the, the series to where you are now, it's almost unrecognisable, isn't it?
6: It, it really is. And um, don't get me wrong, that, that first year when we made the step into the Touring Car Championship and we knew, uh, we, we knew that it was going to be tough, we knew that we, we, we weren't going to be winning races uh, and we knew that we had a hell of a lot to learn. But my, uh, my opinion and my drive, my ambition was that no one's going to go down to the Ginetta paddock where we were and ask a Ginetta team to, to build and run a British Touring Car. So if I can get into the paddock, I, I can start to make some some progress, I can understand the job better, make the right connections, and try and meet the right people to 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 move us forwards. And ultimately, Touchwood that that's kind of paid off. We, we've we've moved it forwards every year. We've made a step forwards, and and obviously that's that's 99% of the time is budget driven. You know, if you've got the resource to be able to to sit there and, and have areas that you've always got areas that you can prove, you've got the resource of mm. money to be able to to pay for those.
1: Uh, whether it's parts for the car or on-track development that you need, it it all costs. But you touch on budget, and and it's interesting that you say that, because for the support race team, sometimes you talk to, why don't you do the BTCC? And they're dead against it, because they can run a flotilla of Clios, seasons past, and you can't run innumerable cars in the Touring Car Championship because you need the TBLs, because it's more expensive anyway. For some people, they're very happy in that paddock, but you've made the decision to come into this... And for many seasons, it's only been with one car.
6: Yeah. Okay. So go back to uh, it's individual choice, isn't it? And what mm. what, um, uh, what floats your boat? So if you want to stay in those in those championships, and you, you can probably make quite good money out of running multiples of cars and doing very very well and being successful. Um, for me personally, being in this championship is really important because it's it's so much more of an engineering challenge. So it's. Uh, not to belittle any other championship but if you go out, buy a car and there's certain changes that you can make the the permutations, the the amount of times that you can get it right or completely screw it up Mm. are are much fewer. There's there's a broad range of things with, with these cars in this championship that you can really screw up or really get right and find a find a, a big difference with. And that fascinates me, it motivates me. Uh, you know, Even if it's not me personally that's making the decisions on that stuff, it's my team, the people that we've put together that have worked with us for a, for a long time that are building and developing these cars. And it gives me a huge amount of satisfaction. And yes, it takes a long time because we're not sat there with an open checkbook, but that's, you know, I, I look back over the last 10 years and I have nothing but pride. You know, but like I say, year on year, we keep, keep making the steps forwards and, and ticking the boxes. So.
2: You certainly do. And, and you know, that, the, the win ratio last year was fantastic. And as David mentioned there, though, it's, it's a one car team. And, and, and that's kind of that gives you extra work to do because you're not getting too lots of data. Is that is, is that something you, you feel?
6: Uh, do you know what? Because we've 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 not never known any different. We, we have run multiples of cars cars but the the decision to run one car and focus in one area was purely based on uh, on finances again so a lot of the time it, it, it the, the dream obviously is, is great you sit there you've got two cars if you've got two cars with two full budgets great yes you can improve the cars if you've got two cars and one of them hasn't got anywhere near the same budget you've got a problem yeah. because it, it's it's very difficult then to uh, to, to make this the split Equal and even and fair across the two cars because it doesn't it doesn't ever break down like that unless the team's supplying all of the money to both of those cars you, you, it, it starts to become uh, a little bit political and a little bit more uh, like I say complicated as to, to to which direction you start to focus in and then starts to give you more grief and starts to to upset the the atmosphere and the relationships in the team so until such time as we know that we can fund two cars equally. Um, with the best two drivers that we can afford to put into them, then it, it, it won't be something that we go back to.
0: The Lamb and Flag, BTCC podcast, powered by Cataclean. Time
1: at the bar, please. Uh, they've called time for this edition of The Lamb and Flag, powered by Cataclean. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's been. A funny thing to record, partly because it's been the first, and partly because we've had this COVID 19 shaped cloud dominating not only the conversations to an extent, but certainly British motorsport. Uh, when we meet again, trackside is still to a degree up in the air, uh, but um, the Laman flag and indeed Tin Top Tuesday will try and keep fans and the championship together over the next few months they're going to be difficult months no matter what you do drive engineer report or spectate and we wish all of you well in your non-motorsport existences as well as of course the btcc family fingers crossed it'll be may when we're back at a circuit Uh, we'll see you there and we look forward to your company once again in the lamb and flag from matt james from david addison for now bye-bye
0: The Laman Flag, BTCC podcast, powered by Cataclean.